Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 9-9-2019. That's a whole lot of nines. The semi-daily news that even plants crave and anchors number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, I'm super sunburnt, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Resident Evil Project Resistance trailer teases Cyborg Tyrants. As promised by Capcom recently, a new Resident Evil game, Project Resistance, has been revealed with a short teaser trailer ahead of its gameplay debut at Tokyo Game Show this week. The trailer shows four characters in what appears to be an umbrella laboratory. There are, they are reportedly or repeatedly attacked by zombies and a liquor that appear to be unleashed by an unseen shadowy presence in a control room. The person in shadow ends the trailer by putting on a pair of mechanical gloves that glow with red LEDs, which are mirrored by two glowing red eyes beneath the brim of a tyrant's hat, seemingly suggesting that this antagonist has the power to control one of Resident Evil's most notorious enemies. The trailer further teases the fan theory of Project Resistance being a four-player co-op game, possibly even a new Resident Evil Outbreak title. The situation in the video certainly appears like a four-player horde-like situation, and one of the characters' jackets looks like it could be a Raccoon University jacket, a location featured in Resident Evil Outbreak. Further information will be available at Tokyo Game Show this week, starting on Thursday, September 12th. Gameplay footage has been promised, and anyone planning to attend the show in person can see the game at the Project Resistance booth. So there you go. If you are excited about more Resident Evil, there you go. You have more Resident Evil. Boom. Second is from IGN, written by Alicia Judge. PT Camera Hack reveals Lisa is always right behind you. The half-rotted ghost that hunts you in PT is always behind you, as revealed by a neat camera hack. One of PT's scariest tricks is when walking down the corridor, hearing Lisa behind you or seeing her skittering shadow on the wall to your side. When you turn around, however, the corridor behind is empty and with no sign of Lisa at all. In an attempt to figure out what's really happening in these moments, hacker Lance McDonald went to the game's code and discovered that when you pick up the flashlight, Lisa literally attaches herself to your back. She actually attaches to the player's back as soon as you get the flashlight. He tweeted alongside a clip where he locks the camera in place and walks forward to reveal Lisa floating behind you. She's always there, following you. McDonald told VG247 he's found enough content over the months inside PT's code for a full video, but decided this particular discovery was too grisly not to share. I finally found all the code that handles the zoom in when the player clicks the R3 button. I moved all that code that adjusts the camera and replaced it with my own, and then patched the game so that it thinks you're always holding R3. So it constantly or injects my custom camera axis. And voila! Nightmare fuel. This is cool. It's really awesome that this game uh, that has been long gone since the PS3 era, is that people are still discovering really cool things for this, and maybe one day we might actually get this game because of all the fan outcry and the fan service for it. Third is from GameSpot and written by Richard Wakeling. Dying Light 2's world is four times bigger than the previous game. Dying Light took place in the functional, fictional Middle Eastern city of Haran. The sun-soaked streets and dilapidated buildings made up a sprawling playground that was split into two distinct zones. Since using parkour to get around by climbing, jumping, and generally doing anything to avoid the zombie hordes was the only form of traversal, the city felt a lot bigger than it actually was. In Dying Light 2, 
The sequel's fictional European metropolis is four times larger than all of the maps and its predecessor combined, including the following DLC's expansion or ex expansive farmland. We are witnessing a lot of changes in the technology side, said Paul Rolder, Chief Technology Officer at Development Techland, or at Developer Techland. In an interview on the NVIDIA GeForce YouTube channel, the game will be four times bigger than the whole game before it. He continued, streaming technology allows us to make really really huge worlds on top of the sheer breadth of the map dying light 2 will also be implementing ray tracing tech too this is like the holy grail in computer graphics and photorealism ralder explained beyond this dying light 2 places a large emphasis on story and the choices you make writer and designer chris avalon who's known for his work on the likes of fallout 2 pillars of eternity and prey is collaborating with Techland as a narrative designer this is one of the biggest challenges for us every choice that you make may impact the world for example, we have to have different versions of the map, and the map is huge, so the challenge is even bigger, Ralder said. The world combinations are a really huge number of possibilities. Techland recently released a 26-minute video gameplay showcasing how Dying Light 2's map can change depending on the choices you make. After the player opts to turn on some water pumps, an underground city emerges from beneath the waves, giving you a new area to explore that also changes the direction of the narrative. Man, Dying Light 2 sounds like it is going to be amazing. So if you like the first Dying Light, like I did, you're probably going to love this one. Last is from gamesindustry.biz and written by Hayden Taylor. Valve updates experimental Steam Labs feature. Expanding its Steam Labs feature set, Valve last week released an, updated, an update to aid discoverability on its storefront. First revealed back in July, Steam Labs is a hub for Valve to test discoverability features such as micro-trailers or recommendation algorithms. The latest update sees Valve bring its six-second micro-trailers, the brainchild of indie developer Ichiro Lam, to every game on Steam categorized using nearly 400 tags. Lamb's experience provides us with an informed perspective on content discovery design and tools that serve both developers and customers, said Valve. Valve is also introducing a new search feature, which allows users to narrow down Steam Store results based on price, discount, and tags. Additionally, searching by tag now uses an updated algorithm, which weights the value of tags when sorting by relevance. Finally, Valve revealed it has been working with developer Lars Dusit of Level Up Labs to create the upcoming Deep Dive experimental feature. Deep Dive will directly leverage the underlying APIs that fuel its recommendations and related game information. The in-development feature will offer a new interface to discover games based on their similarity to familiar titles and using these recommendations to dive further into the Steam library. Just Valve... Making this stuff even better than it already was. So yeah, everybody wins on that one. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, Twitch at Dad's Beards Nerds, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we record and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you. Mm -hmm.